Paratruth Radio is a proud member of Evergreen Podcasts on KillerPodcast.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Paratruth Radio. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. And uh, we are broadcasting live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, well, actually, it's changed to Daylight Savings Time. Never mind. Um, and uh, tonight, uh, Eric is in Ohio, so... We have him on cell phone, so if you guys have any problems hearing him, just let us know, and we can have him speak up or change positions or whatever. Um, if you guys want to check out what's that? Okay, I'm going to just cut you off there real quick. Um, <laughs> also, if anyone hears any echoing either from me or Justin, let me know, because sometimes like I have my phone on speaker right now, and I know sometimes you might get uh, feedback. Uh, of your own voice, Justin, um, yeah. when that happens. So let me, you let me know too, or any listeners let Justin know, because I don't have any access to our homepage or anything right now, so I don't know what's going on. Well, um, usually when I'm getting feedback is when you call, have to call in and you're logged in as well, so we should be all right. But. All right. Um, also too, folks, um, if you guys want to check out, we do have our Paratruth Radio website up. It's just paratruthradio.com. Uh, we will be starting to broadcast live from there here in the next couple weeks. Uh, we're going to be doing some run-throughs here, um, and, uh, get ready for that. Um, also, you can also find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Same old thing, just uh forward slash paratruth radio on uh twitter it's uh forward slash capital p a r a capital uh t r u t h capital r a d i o um and then uh you can also jump in our chat room if you are listening live on a computer uh you can also call in nine one four two zero five 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 eight to give us your opinions or any info you might have on any of our topics. Uh, tonight, we are going to be talking about shadow people. Um, sh now, for those of you that don't know what shadow people are, uh, it's pretty much linked to the paranormal, uh, paranormal investigation specifically. Uh, I know Ghost Hunters has caught shadow people uh Paranormal uh, State has caught shadow people. Uh, help me out here. Have other ones caught shadow people? I have. Have you? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, well, that's going to rabbit trail a little bit, possibly. Um, <laughs> what else is new with us? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, you know, there's Destination Truth. There's a show... Um, that show destination to some of you out there know it. I don't think it's on anymore. Um, that was <clears throat> the host of that show was uh, Josh Gates. I'm, yeah. You've got a different caught... show now, I think. Yeah. Um, so they've got, they, they've caught shadow people. Um, and that pretty much covers everything. I mean, you named everything else um, in regards to capturing like, in our own personal experiences, I don't think you and I have ever captured a shadow person, but I know you and I have both witnessed them. Um, yeah. On, inve on investigations in particular. I know you've and seen them in We person. had to debunk that one mm -hmm. that uh, was in that uh, business building, too, that wasn't a shadow person. We ended up figuring out it was a tree in somebody's office. Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah, there's that one. And then... Uh, also, we had the shadow person at um, Ghost Alley uh, over in Akron, right. the Akron area. Um, that one was an interesting one. That was in the basement, uh, which is pretty much a kitchen, a very large kitchen and storage unit, uh, as well as a cellar, which was pretty creepy. Um, and that was probably one of the more interesting shadow people cases because I remember there's a group of us walking down one side of the hall um, or uh, not the hall, but the room, because the room was split down the center by a bunch of boxes. So we were walking right. down one side of the room, and then on the other side, we all, or at least most of us, noticed a shadow figure dart across the boxes. Um, 
the opposite direction. I know that you and I chased it down and a couple others were looking too. Um, mm-hmm. We met on either side in case, you know, there are people over there and of course we found nothing. So, and then of course we have our own regular personal experiences such as my, that I've already expressed numerous times on our show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. So what the definition, which is on Wikipedia and also a, uh, a, a wiki on another website called Creepy Pasta. Um, the definition of shadow people is uh, they're also known as shadow figure, shadow being, or black mass. Uh, the perception of a patch of shadow as a living humanoid figure, particularly as interpreted by believers in the supernatural as the presence of a malevolent entity. Uh Apparently, I mean, and some of these I've heard of before, uh, it goes uh, back to legends. Um, It says a number of religions, legends, and belief systems describe shadowy spiritual beings or supernatural entities such as shades of the underworld and various shadowy creatures have long been a staple of folklore and ghost stories. Uh, several physiological and psychological conditions can account for reporter experiences of shadow people. These include sleep paralysis, illusions, hallucinations brought on by physiological or psychological circumstances, drug use or side effects of medication, and the interaction of external agents on the human body. Another reason that could be behind the illusion is sleep deprivation, which may lead to hallucinations. Mm-hmm. So it, there's some theory behind, like scientific scientific theory behind uh, what shadow people are. Um, right. I highly doubt that, and our audiences know you and I are nuts, but I don't think the shadow people that we saw were figments of our imagination. Right. Um, as well as, I mean. There was one, I'm almost positive it was on Ghost Hunters, which was uh, at the Pennsylvania Penitentiary, I believe it was, where uh, actually I and Wendy and Tim and my mom and uh, Robin, Rayanne, we all went to this place where uh, I'm pretty sure it was Ghost Hunters caught a shadow person. And you can, I mean, and it can be host, obviously, uh, but... You see a figure like poke out, poke back in from a doorway, and I mean it's deliberate. You can tell that it's deliberately looking out at, at the people. Um, right. Was it hoaxed? Possibly. Uh, I mean, both Eric and I have both said that you know Ghost Hunters is a TV show. They have ratings, so are they going to fake stuff? More than likely, because just like every investigation him and I did, more times than not, we were just sitting in the dark talking to ourselves. Mm-hmm. There was no activity going on. We were using a re- recorder, um, which means we can't hear any responses if there are any. Uh, doing pictures, you will see something on the smaller screen of a digital camera or a cell phone or whatever, but until you blow it up and see what that actually is, you can't just say, oh my god, there's a shadow person there. Um, So, um, to get into a little bit of uh, the Christian side and even your own personal opinion, what do you think about shadow people? Uh, well, I, I mean, I, I'm on both sides. I believe that, yeah, shadow shadow people or shadow figures, if you will, uh, are real. Uh, also, though, I think they can, they can be created by the mind. Um, I, I think if <clears throat> if you fear, if, I don't know about you, but there's been times where I've you know I've been nervous or scared in the past, and maybe you're worried of seeing a shadow person or you're looking for that light movement in the dark, you know, and then suddenly you see it. And I think there's times like that where the brain almost, uh, or basically does, 
cause you to see these figures and they're not really there. Um, and I think a lot of the time shadow figures can be debunked, especially when you're in rural, uh, not rural, but like uh, city areas and stuff like that. Cause there's so many lights, so many cars driving by. I know there's been a number of mistake, uh, mistaken identity of shadow people uh, that ended up being caused by a car driving by. <clears throat> and it just seems mm-hmm. that the shadow is walking across the room or across the wall, you know, or dancing or whatever. Um, yeah. But like I said, on the other hand, I, I do believe they're real. I mean, I've witnessed them myself. Uh, the majority of shadow people that are seen, whether they're – now, of course, a lot of them or quite a few have been caught on camera uh, via – the big names in ghost hunting and the paranormal community that are on TV, but also a lot of smaller groups as well have uh, laid claim to uh, finding such things on their cameras. But when we see it, when we're hunting and doing investigations, typically we see them out the peripheral of our vision, of our eyes. And that's because our eyes are, or the corner of our eyes are infrared. So we see things in an infrared type of state as opposed to the way we would see, like, you know, looking straight on, which is why the shadows become a little more predominant uh, from the corner of your eye as opposed to looking straight on. Um, but I have come across, in my own experiences, you know, shadows that I have seen straight on, um, as clear as I would be looking at the sun. And it's those instances that really, when you see them out the corner of your eye, you can question whether or not you just saw what you think you saw, you know, and you'll look and of course yeah. nothing's there. But when you see it dead on, you know, as if you're looking straight at something, then there's no question anymore. You know, it's pretty obvious. And of course, it's going to be people out there who don't believe you because it does sound crazy. <clears throat> I see dead people type thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's, of course, if you believe in dead people. But <clears throat> on that note, in regards to the Christian aspect, Shadow people, you know, there's a there's a story or, or, or a uh, woman uh, who's on a radio show called Coast to Coast AM, uh, and that's a late night late night radio talk show, and she often talked about uh, shadow people. Her name was Heidi Hollis, and she published a book in 2001, and in 2002, April 7th, 2002, on Coast to Coast AM. Uh, she was invited to be a regular guest, and she was able to discuss her views and her uh, uh, research on shadow people. And one of the things I'm going to quote this. One of the things she says is that she des- or she describes them as dark silhouettes with human shapes and profiles that flicker in and out of peripheral vision, and claimed that people had reported the figures attempting to jump on their chest and choke them. However, she believes they can be repelled by invoking the name of Jesus, uh, which is very important there and very interesting to me. Uh, I don't know if this particular woman's a Christian or not. Uh, I have no clue. But the fact that she comes forth to say that she believes that these entities are going, can be repelled by invoking the name of Jesus, calling on Jesus and saying, you know, in the name of Jesus, I cast you out, or something like that, and to that uh, extent. Um, right. But she doesn't really mention any other way of getting rid of them. You know, that's very interesting to me, because I know a lot of, uh, especially those in the occult or spiritists, um, you know, mediums, they'll, they'll claim that there's other ways to get rid of them. Um, which, I, I, you know, those of you who know me, I'll be honest, I think it's a bunch of gibberish. But <clears throat> this woman comes forth and says, in the name of Christ, they can leave. Uh, they leave. And the one thing that's Interesting, there's a lot of different views on the research. And like dark silhouettes are these these shadow people are very, very, very rarely ever take shape uh, or ever take full form as like a humanoid figure. They don't have, um, when you look at, see them, you're not going to see like the head and both arms, both legs and feet and details. Usually, these shadow people are a little disoriented. So maybe they have one arm and two legs. Maybe they have no legs. Or maybe they have, you know, their head is missing. Or, you know, something's missing. There's all, all these different things missing. And in Sometimes, some of my I research, mean, it's just one big blob. It's not, right. not anything it's distinguishable just, except for may, maybe a head. 
because right. it's sep- it's not separate from the body, but it it narrows into a head like uh, image. Right. It's just a black mass. Simple as that. Um, and I think that's interesting because if spirits, human spirits, really did exist, um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends, but I would I would imagine that you would see more detail, you know, um, where like an evil spirit is purposely going to distort its figure anyway. Uh, we know, I mean, it depends what your belief is in demons. I believe that all demons are fallen angels. And fallen angels still have power. They're capable. You see in the Bible where angels come forth and they appear in full figure, um, clear as day. So to think that they couldn't do that as fallen angels, I think would be a bit of a uh, uh, mistake on our part. I think they're very capable, but they purposely distort themselves forever, for whatever reason, um, perhaps to <clears throat> have us come up with other, I guess, ideas as to what they could be. Um, such as well, for a lot out, of you know, like demonic uh, type. Uh, that's what I'm looking for, not hauntings, but uh, like demonic oppression and that sort of thing. It's more a scare factor. I mean, if you if you're seeing shadows out of the corner of your eye, the first thing you're gonna do is your your fight or flight's gonna kick on, your adrenaline's gonna start pumping, and you're like, "What the hell is that?" Right. Right. And as you said, you know that not that it's in the Bible or anything, but that's probably something they quote-unquote feed off of right yeah i agree and and you know and like that whole and just in regards to like the mind playing tricks too i mean that takes a bit plays a big role as well um in some of this you know most shadow people i think aren't going to be demonic entities i think a lot of it is just going to be mistaken identity like you just you just happen to be yeah, seeing something right, right. The prime example of that and you'll enjoy this on my way home today from Virginia, <clears throat> yeah, I was in West Virginia, and I was traveling along the side of the road on the highway, and there was a figure off to the right, just off the highway, um, by a bunch of trees. And the very first thought that I had when I had seen it, and I had just, you know, quickly glanced over and saw it out the corner of my eye, I had to double take and actually watch it for a little while. And two things happened. Um, this first one, though, I thought that it could have been a Bigfoot. I really did, and I had a double had to take a double look, you know, and just check. Like, wait a second, right, that couldn't yeah. possibly be true. And of course, it wasn't true. It was a tree. Um, but on first glance, you know, you, your mind automatically jumps to something uh, that maybe you're curious about. And, and let's face it, you and I talk about Bigfoot a lot. And mm. so, yeah, I'm, I'm if I'm going to see something in the mountains, you know, in the Appalachian Mountains, especially right, yeah. where. Considered to be or known to be, um, that's where my my mind's going to jump. But it's just one example of my mind or my eyes, if you will, playing a trick on me. Um, I thought I saw something that wasn't really there in the begin to begin with. Uh, also, when I got into Ohio, I was driving and I saw a weird flash uh, coming through the trees ahead of me, and I stayed focused. I know I should have been focused on the road, but I didn't. <laughs> there weren't a lot of cars around. So I just stayed focused on that spot where I saw the flashing light uh, in hopes that when I got closer, I could find out what it was. But when I got in closer, there was nothing there. It was just snow and trees. That's it. Uh, There's no metal, no metallic objects. There were no people. There was, there's nothing. So it's like, again, is it just something my, my, uh, was it possibly that my eyes are just playing a trick on me? Or maybe it was some kind of, illusion from the sun shining down on that part of the snow, you know, I don't know, but it was really bright, almost as if someone was using a reflector or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, I think with shadow people, a lot of it is in our mind or just the trick of the eyes and the trick of the light and so on and so forth. And I think that's why a lot of us are not only curious in it, but go out of our way to try and debunk it or so many investigators try to debunk it. Right. Um, but yeah, I think if a shadow person does show up or you do see a shadow um, of some sort of black mass, I do think 100 times out of 100 that 
it's going to be something, a dark entity, basically. And you guys can take it as you want, but when I say dark entity, I'm, you know, obviously assuming demonic. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so do you have a random fact today? Um, I Did you want to do a live you know, one? I, I can do a live one um, on the second commercial break. Okay. Because I, um, I don't have one right now, but on our commercial break, I could find one real quick. So. All right, I can do the uh, paranormal headlines, uh, and then uh, we'll just kind of switch it up where we do the random yeah. fact the second half. Um, cool. All right, well, and I I do have a couple of theories that are way out in left field, and you guys can take them as as is, but I will mention those after the, the first break here. Uh, we're going to play a uh, quick commercial, and I'll give you guys your paranormal headlines live for the first time ever, so please don't shoot me, and uh, <laughs> we will be right back. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and world. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. To be perfect, to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional Book, book Nerds. Nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy, happy reading. reading! Ladies and gentlemen, sublimely elegant here as always, and you are listening to Ferret Truth Radio. And now, Parachutes Radio's Paranormal Headline. Justin here with your Paranormal Headlines. Uh, DNA analysis claims ancient elongated Peruvian skulls are not human. This is an article from moviepilot.com. Ever since their discovery by Julio Tello in 1928, the bizarre Paracas skulls have amazed and terrified in equal measure. Uncovered in a tomb in South Peru and believed to be around 3,000 years old, the skulls featured strange elongated craniums which gives them a decidedly inhuman appearance. Uh, the traditional logic dictates that the skulls were created via a process of binding. Brian Forrester, the director of the Paracas History Museum, claims the skulls' DNA is categorically not human. Without informing them of their source, he sent five samples of the mitochondrial DNA from the skulls to geneticists who returned with some rather shocking and groundbreaking results. It had mitochondrial DNA with mutations unknown in any human, primate, or animal known so far. But a few fragments uh, one geneticist was able to sequence from this sample indicate that if these mutations will hold, we are dealing with a new human-like creature, very distant from Homo sapiens, 
Neanderthals, and Denisovans. One geneticist even went so far as to claim the Paracas skulls are so different from humans they would not be able to interbreed, claiming, quote, I am not sure it will even fit into the known evolutionary tree, end quote. This has led some to conclude the skulls must belong to aliens who visited Earth long ago, perhaps the very same aliens who gave us the technology to build pyramids and or Atlantis. And this has been your Paranormal Headlines. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'd like to report a bear sighting? Location. In the forest near the side of the road. No need for alarm, sir. The forest is where bears live. But this was no ordinary bear. No ordinary bear? At one second, I'm having a smoke taken in the view. Next thing I know, I am face-to-face with Smokey Bear. Let me guess. Smokey had a tip for you. He did. He must have seen me toss my cigarette on the ground. He told me never to do that because it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. He's a smart bear. Did you know that nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? That means nine out of ten wildfires can be prevented. That's what Smokey said. I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous, and you're not. Good point. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference, because nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. This is Bill Hall, author of the book, The World's Most Haunted House, and you're listening to Paratruth Radio. All right, folks, welcome back to Paratruth Radio. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. And we have been discussing shadow people. Uh, For those of you that uh, are just now tuning in or have no clue, even after us talking about it, what shadow people are, uh, shadow people are well known in the paranormal field uh, to be supernatural uh, or paranormal activity uh, entities that uh, will show up usually in either infrared or What's the other camera that we usually use? Infrared or um, what's the one that can Um, see in the dark? Infrared. I mean, other than night vision? Oh, night vision. That's what I was thinking. Uh, Night vision (laughs) or infrared. Um, Now, as Eric had pointed out, uh, there have been cases where, uh, well, in in Christian viewpoint all of these entities are demonic in nature uh some some as eric said are just figments of our imagination the light playing tricks on us uh the one thing that i would say is if you're doing a paranormal investigation which i don't encourage unless you are very serious about it and have an idea of what you're getting yourself into uh if you're coming across a shadow person, the biggest thing to look for is does it uh, somehow show some type of intelligence? Is it popping out and popping back in? Is it sitting and standing there right in front of you? Uh, does it move back and forth between your camera, which, again, the back and forth thing could be a trick of light, but – like I said at the beginning of the show, there was a case that Ghost Hunters did at, I believe it was the Pennsylvania Penitentiary. I'm pretty sure that's where we were, where mm-hmm. they had a shadow person pop out of a doorway and pop back in. Yes, that could have been a person doing that, but when they tried to recreate it, you can physically see the, the person with the infrared camera, and it's not like a black blob. It's You, you can see the person's facial features and everything else. So, in my opinion, if it's showing some type of intelligence, then obviously it's something more than just a mere shadow or trick of light. Uh, Some other theories, um, which are here on on Wikipedia, but um, I came across an an article, uh, another one from Movie Pilot, which I was going to do as a paranormal headline, but it's kind of noteworthy for this show – some of the theories are that um, 
Shadow people are either evil, helpful, or neutral. Uh, some speculate that shadow people may be extra-dimensional inhabitants of another universe, which kind of crossed my mind when I was thinking about the show today. Mm-hmm. That, uh, and, I mean, from a Christian standpoint, technically, demons are an extra-dimensional being. They don't live on our plane. They, they live outside of our plane of existence, and that right. that's what I'm thinking you guys are in that same uh, form, right? Yeah. Uh, the majority, live think, outside of us. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think the majority is. Um, so, and, but let's say just from a speculative standpoint, like if it's showing intelligence, maybe, maybe it is some other type of being or quote unquote person that can come into our dimension, not necessarily a ghost, but say someone from an alternate universe can hop through the universes and pop into ours. Mm -hmm. But to us, they look like blobs compared to humans. Um, I'm sure there would be some that would speculate that maybe these images or these beings that are being caught on camera as shadow people are actually extraterrestrials that have some type of cloaking device on. And Mm -hmm. the only way that you're seeing them is through an infrared. Um, And this is going to be completely in left field. And I still am not even showing an inkling of, uh, interest in what the theory is, but there are some theorists out there that have been trying to disprove or to prove that uh, we live in the matrix or a a simulation type world. Uh, Even before the movie came, the matrix came out, apparently uh, Plato, uh, Rene Descartes, a couple of, of theorists were trying to prove or disprove that we're living in some type of simulation world. Uh, mm-hmm. And it goes to uh, cosmic radiation. Uh, it, cosmic radiation is basically just a theory because we cannot measure cosmic radiation. It's just a formula that we've put together to say this is what this stuff does. Um, So if an equation can simulate cosmic radiation or cosmic rays, who's to say that the rest of the universe isn't just a big simulation or theoretical calculation? In that being said, uh, applying to shadow people, what if shadow people are a quote-unquote glitch in the matrix? Something is happening in the reality that we know that changes our perception of it, so then we start seeing things that are either really there but have changed form because they're – their molecular structure or what we would perceive as their molecular structure has changed or something else coming into the quote unquote matrix. And I know you've seen the movie. I know it's way in to left field. What do you think Mm -hmm. about that? Um, Well, I agree. It is way in left field. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And like I said, I'm not like a huge believer in it, but in a sense, like if you think of God and you think of the devil and then you think of us, I mean, really, this is a simulation. God is trying to teach us lessons, so we are, are sent here to learn those lessons. Mm-hmm. And well, he is always <clears throat> testing us, you know. Right, right, right. And I see where you're coming from. And, and it's definitely an interesting theory. And for those people out there that are really into, like, theories and whatnot, um, I'm sure that's something that they would be more than interested in learning and checking out. Um 
in regards to the idea of assimilation, it's, in a sense, I mean, what you were saying in regards to, like, how we are kind of in assimilation, if you regard, you know, God and <clears throat> how we're set here as a, uh, almost a test us and so on and so forth. Um, the only difference with that, like, in regards to assimilation, is that the assimilation, of course, is obviously controlled, Um to a standard in which no one gets hurt in the end. It's, you know, it's just there, and then once you learn the lessons, that's it. You're free. Where here on Earth, it's, and in regards to the spiritual realm, it's a little more than a simulation because even though it is, in a sense, controlled to some extent, and we do still have the free will to do what we want, there are consequences to everything. Um... And the tests, if you will, that we face here uh, and our decisions ultimately affect where we spend our eternity. Um, but it's definitely like an interesting theory. Like I've often thought to myself, you know, what if, you know, one day I woke up and I was like a one-year-old, you know, one-year-old in a crib or something. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, and you don't even have to see the Matrix to think that. But at the same time, you you see the movie and you think to yourself, it's not necessarily possible, but it is maybe probable that our brains are nothing more than um, electrical input and output. So to to think that maybe – not necessarily hooked into a computer simulation, but um, the perception of reality is a huge uh, thing that I think about all the time. And mm-hmm. to see that theory, and then we're talking about shadow people, which again is just theory. Most paranormal uh, topics are nothing but theory. There is a very few that have any type of evidence picture, hair, whatever, otherwise. Um, And when I came across that, I thought to myself, God, that kind of applies to what we're talking about today. Because if we are in some type of simulation, which I don't believe that at all by any means, I I believe that I'm alive. What's happening happening now is really happening now in in our perception. Um, Right. But, you know, it's definitely a very interesting theory why people, even before, you know, our time, like it said, uh, Plato was trying to theorize or prove that we might be living in some type of simulation, not a reality as we know it. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the one thing I would have to say, though, like in regards to that, it, it, let's say if if we were in a simulation of some sort or some kind of virtual reality, and it was all due to some kind of uh, I don't know whatever you're I don't understand all of it, but like whatever the like, you're saying with the uh, uh, well, the brain. When I say it's nothing but electrical input and output, input, um, yes, yeah, like <clears throat> if we touch something, our brain is receiving electric currents from our hand saying we're touching a table. Okay. Um, but in, and the okay, output would be like our voices. To, right. So Okay, so that's those are two completely different things in one sense. But then you got to take in the idea of imagery and capturing. You know, obviously it would be input if, you know, we're seeing everything around us. But what about cameras, you know, the technology? How does that uh, – capture a reality that isn't really there um you know i mean it's one thing seeing it through our eyes to have a completely different device to be able to capture that same reality when it itself doesn't have a brain to do so um well you know i mean saying? and it's just going by what they're going by what the matrix the movie was saying um and but look at digital cameras today and look at technology today um, like video games. Well, in video games, you can take pictures that aren't really pictures, but fair, you're still taking okay. a quote-unquote picture. 
Fair. Not saying again. I'm not saying that I buy into the theory, but right. is it oh, yeah. probable? Maybe. I think it, I, I guess it could be probable. I think there's a lot of uh, experiments that would have to go into that, which would help right. prove or disprove right. such a thing. Which I don't think even today we have the technology to be able to prove such a thing or disprove, for that matter. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it's. It is awfully far-fetched in regards to, you know, what we see and what we know, um, especially when it comes to dreams. You know, it's like, why have dreams? Why a need for sleep? Right, yeah. If, you know, so it, it, there's certain things that contradict or just don't make sense in regards to that particular theory. Um, not that it completely crumbles that theory altogether, but it is substantial, uh, substantial um I think that opposes the theory itself. Right, and even in the movie The Matrix, it doesn't it doesn't go into what dreams are in the quote unquote Matrix because mm-hmm. it doesn't right. show anybody having dreams. It just shows them falling asleep and then waking back up again. Right, exactly. So, all right, I think we'll take our next break. Are you ready for your random fact? I am ready. Do we have an intro? We have the intro and outro, yeah. Um, I'll run a quick uh, commercial, and then we'll run the intro, so that'll give you the cue to, to start. Cool, cool. Sounds good. All right, uh, folks, you're listening to Paratruth Radio. Uh, again, if you guys have any comments, uh, any theories, ideas on what we've been talking about today, uh, call us, 914-205-5558. You can also hop in our chat room if you're listening on the computer and uh, give us your questions that way. If we're not on air, you can hop on Facebook. You can hop on Twitter. Give us your questions. uh, Give us your topics. Give us any type of guest uh, that you would like to have on, and uh, we will do our very best to get it on here. All right. We are going to take a quick commercial break, and then we will have Eric's Random Fact of the Day. Oops, no. Ranger Station, okay. Rangers. That one. There we go. Let's do that one. Okay, forest animals. Today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay, River. Dude. How's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you hear? Cool. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, oak tree? Stop. Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like, consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Ugh, he's late every morning. You'd think he would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel. Has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Now, Eric's random fact of the day. People often see butterflies as beautiful creatures, but even the most beautiful creature in the world can be the most deadliest. Now, this butterfly isn't necessarily the most deadly, but it is the deadliest butterfly in existence. A butterfly known as the Antimachus swallowtail lives in Uganda, Africa. Its wings are long with brown and orange and black markings. However, what's interesting about this particular butterfly is that it has enough poison in its body to kill six large cats. This was Eric's random fact of the day. <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow trail. up, 
I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I grow, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. This is David Montaigne, author of End Times in 2019, and you are listening to Paratruth Radio. All right, folks, welcome back to Paratruth Radio. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. And uh, we've been discussing shadow people. Uh, if you guys have any uh, ideas or if you have any theories on what shadow people are, give us a call. Uh, we've got about roughly 15 minutes left. 914-205-5558. You can also put your opinions into our chat room. If you're listening on a computer, you can just scroll to the bottom of your screen and the chat room should be right there. And we will get them that way. And again, you can post us up, post them up on our Facebook or our Twitter pages. Uh, you can also get on to paratruthradio.com and put comments in underneath our uh, past shows tab and put them in there as well. Um, all right. Well, and just to kind of conclude, we've got roughly 13 minutes now. Uh and I, I think both of our opinions, it's either uh, some type of supernatural phenomenon, whether you hop on the Christian side and say that it's dark creatures that are demonic in nature that uh, are showing up when people are doing paranormal investigations or even just in day-to-day life, uh, or on on the mainstream side, like – I, I believe to, uh, there are human spirits that uh, either come back or stay on our plane. Um, not, I don't think shadow people are human spirits, though. Uh, I think that uh, shadow people are either demonic in nature or they are some type of extra dimensional being that is coming onto our plane somehow. Um mm-hmm. Or it's a trick of the light, which I I think, and like Eric said, uh, more times than not, that's what it is. We're we're doing paranormal investigations, and we're looking for something. So if something flickers in the peripheral of our vision, we're going to assume that that's a supernatural being, whether it's a shadow and a trick of the light, or just our imagination playing tricks on us. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's what we're going to see because that is what we're looking for. Right. So, um Which is why we try our best to debunk as much as possible. Right. Right. And I mean and sometimes it is um you're unable to debunk things. Does that mean it's supernatural? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. I mean I mean yes it can point and veer your mind towards that that's what it is but is that what it really is again not necessarily it could have just been a, a trick of the light just because you can't re uh reenact it doesn't mean that somehow that light you, you know did something where you you saw something but it wasn't anything there um all right. Um and I think we did a pretty good job of doing random fact and paranormal headlines live. So I agree and I have to say, well, I've done it numerous times already. Right. Um but I have to I have to say that I'm surprised it is that 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 did uh Sorry, you've been home an hour and you've already been drinking? What the hell, man? Well, it's the Matrix thing, man. I had a little drink. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to say that I'm impressed by myself. Uh, that sounds very prideful and not cool. But I am impressed that I myself was able to do it considering I found that little fact over that first break. Uh, right. I believe that did, and it's very interesting fact. But 
on the other hand, I have to say that you did pretty darn good for it being your first, you know, on the fly type of thing. Uh, or yeah. Live, at least. And the weird thing is, is I didn't do, I, I may have done one uh or um during that mm-hmm. because I kind of stumbled because I pressed the button to play the intro and outro or just the intro, sorry, and I messed okay. up and didn't stop it in time. And uh, Which was a nice little pickup that you did there, too. You didn't really <laughs> say the whole word. You did half the word. You tried your best to make it sound as legit as possible. Right. <laughs> so to to both of us... And uh, this one, too. Now, uh, with all that being said, I did want to give you a chance to push your short film again. Uh, I, Before he gets going, I did get a chance to actually peruse the script, and you guys are going to be blown away by this film. It's... I was reading the script and I could see it in my mind's eye and it hasn't even been filmed yet. So to see the actual thing is going to be amazing. So go ahead with that. Thank you. Well, going into uh, pretty much kind of similar stuff we just talked about in regards to shadow people and uh, uh, I guess extraterrestrial dimensions and stuff, you know, what is reality? What is fact? What is the truth? And that is, a little question that is explored in a very interesting way uh, with the new movie that I am have already written. As you just heard, Justin had uh, read it already. He likes it. That's a good thing because he's very truthful and honest, and he'll yeah. really destroy <laughs> my script if it's not good and he doesn't like it. But that's okay. That's a good thing. And just just uh, to give Bull a little history behind it. Eric has shown me uh, movies that he's done for his uh, schooling that he's been going for the past, or went back to school for this past year, Um, and I was not only very truthful, I was blunt and straight to the point. Yes, this works. No, that didn't work. Geez, that movie sucked. So for me to (laughs) give him... (laughs) (laughs) So for me to give praise to a script which I don't even know how to read sometimes, you know, a lot of it was stuff that I didn't know how to read, but to give good praise for a script that I haven't even seen, seen you know, on screen yet is big for me, especially like even if I read a book, I'll be like, oh my God, that was the most horrible book I've ever read. And even if I didn't <laughs> understand it all, I'm like, that was like the worst read ever. So anyways, back to the uh, little snippet right. of yours. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, much like we just discussed, shadow people, extra-terrestrial, extra-terrestrial beings or dimensions, uh, you know, this film really goes into some depth as to what the truth really is, you know. And it, it's a question that many of us, I think, always ask ourselves, you know, are we alone in the universe? And that's going to be, I believe, answered in pretty good detail um, in this new film, The Revealed, uh, which is a movie that I had written. It is one that I am producing and directing this fall of 2015, and it will be done and ready. (laughs) It will be done and ready for viewing in the spring of 2016. it will be going to uh, film festivals, so I'm looking forward to, the, to that. Uh, and I'm also want to keep everyone up to date because I need a lot of followers. I want a lot of followers on this, um, and I want you all to be involved. I want your opinions. I want your thoughts. I want you to be excited and looking forward to this film uh, so that when it comes out, those of you, our para fans, will be one of the first to be able to see this film. Um, and also, I'll be honest, I'm going to need your guys' support. Uh, as a producer and a young filmmaker, director, don't have a lot of money, and eventually right. I'm going to need something in order to make this film. Uh, right. No, I, yeah. Um, so I, I am going to be having an Indiegogo coming up soon. I was going to uh, ask if next... you were going to get an Indiegogo started. Yeah, either an Indiegogo or a Kickstarter started. Um, it, it's the film is going to run me a, 
at least a couple thousand dollars. And I'd love to have the support and the help. And there's going to be a list of uh, benefits for different amounts that are given. Um, and all the way up to, like, you know, you can become an executive producer on this film uh, and have your name seen. And that, there will be more details on that later on um, within the next couple of months here. I'll keep everyone up to date. But, uh, yeah, The Revealed is the name of the film. And you can check it out, uh, what I have on Facebook. I want you to go check it out, like it, share it with friends and family. That is at facebook.com forward slash The Revealed Movie. Uh, again, that is facebook.com forward slash The Revealed Movie. Uh, I think it's going to be great. I, I'm i really excited for it, and I think everyone out there is going to enjoy it, all of you listening in. So, yeah, check it out. Like it. Share it, please. And I'm excited for it, too. Just like I said, I read the script, and as I'm reading it, I can see it in my mind's eye without even seeing even a commercial for the film. So it's definitely going to be a good one. Um, just to get on an off topic really fast before we close out, um, okay. have you seen the uh, YouTube video of the a reboot of Power Rangers that Saban tried to ban? Of course I did. <laughs> well, I hadn't had a chance to watch through it um, before they banned it and then unbanned it because legally they they didn't have a chance because not only did fans want it, but uh, they didn't do a Power Rangers as we remember as Power Rangers. Um, no, but if no. you guys, yeah, if you guys get a chance, check out this uh this short film, um, I forget the the guy's name, um, but it's Power Forward Slash Rangers, and it's it, uh, an amazing remake. And I saw uh, the video that the guy that played the original Green Ranger did where he was saying, I don't like it because it's not PG. It's not the right. Power Rangers because when you think Power Rangers, you think of kids watching this show on TV, which is still running, by the way. Um mm-hmm an incarnation of it anyways. Um, but you have the adults calling out for a reboot on the, the power Rangers to me is it's an amazing movie short film because not only is it something from my childhood, but on a budget that he couldn't have had a huge budget for this, but for what budget he had, he did amazing effects with. Mm-hmm. Well, so I agree. it was, it was. I think I thought it was very well done. Um, the storyline was, was was interesting. Uh, I think they needed to add a little bit more to it. Um, well, that's what a lot of people I've, on YouTube were saying too. But right. like, at the same time, just like your short film, you only have like this guy only did twenty minutes. Your short film right. will probably only be about twenty minutes. You have twenty minutes to shoot in a story, uh, a plot line, some type of backstory. <laughs> And then you're done. So right. uh, for what it was worth, yeah, I think there could have been a lot more. But at the same time, he only had so much time and so much this, budget to do it. I agree. And this is the type of short film where it can easily be expanded into a full-length feature film, an hour and a half, right? You know, two yeah. hours even. Um, but for those of you who do want to check it out, I just want to warn you, if you have kids and stuff who do like Power Rangers, Keep them away it from it. Graphic. It is a gritty. It's a very gritty and graphic uh, short film. A lot of blood. A lot of there are some sexual things in there, so you want to be very careful. Um, so yeah, uh, as a filmmaker, I would say check it out. It's pretty interesting. Um, as a Christian, I would say be very careful. <laughs> it's true. All right, folks. Uh, and, and not, just both... that, not just as a Christian, but as morally. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, folks, uh, we will see you guys next week with our thank you episode uh, where we'll be thanking our Indiegogo uh, contributors as well as you as our fans. Uh, So on that note, my name is Justin. And I'm Eric. And we will talk to you guys next week. Peace.
Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.